Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 151 of uh, Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. And um, Daniel asks about figured base. Do you know, Osha, what's the definition of a figured base? Well, I don't know exact definition, but I definitely know what it is. It's a common practice which was used in a Baroque period. This is a system basically which was created to help musicians to perform on the spot um, harmonically and uh, sometimes polyphonically complex pieces. Right? It's like an abbreviated system of writing. Yes, it's the abbreviated system of writing. It saved actually time. It saved paper. Because basically you have only base ra- uh, line uh, written out and you have uh, numbers, you know, underneath of that base line. And depending on, on those numbers, you know what the harmony should be. And then you just have to add other voices to that bass line. And actually on that third bass, figure bass, is all the, you know, common harmony based on. What happens if you don't have any numbers above the note? Well, it just means that that chord needs to be a triad. What do you mean a triad? What is this? Well, if you don't have, let's say you have, in, you are in the key of C major, you have a C note in the bass and you have no numbers. It means that you need to add E, G and C to that chord. So you have to have a triad or a fifth chord. Ah, like C major chord? Yes, like C major chord, C major tonic chord. Uh-huh. And that usually what is when we know the no, doesn't have any numbers. Do these exercises or um, figure the base uh, lines have multiple levels of numbers or just one? Well, yes, yes. We can have one, two, three numbers. Sometimes four? Yes, sometimes four. Because in the right hand you can play four notes sometimes. Yes. And it can also indicate such uh, things as non-harmonical notes, for example, the suspensions that were so common in Baroque music. If you need uh, some advanced knowledge on, on how, let's say, Johann Sebastian Bach treated ba- uh, figured bass, um, then we would definitely direct you to Dr. Pamela Reuter Finstra's website to find out more about her recent uh, treatise uh, on Bach and improvisation. Yes. But maybe we could give like some some examples of how to read, you know, the figure base. For example, what would you play if you would have like a six number of six underneath of a note? What it would mean? Uh, major or minor first inversion chord, right? So, uh, if the 6 is above the note C, I would play C, E, and A in the right hand. Or just E and A in the right hand. Or E, A, E in 
the right hand or A, E, A. It depends on, on the texture you want to create, three or four part texture. Sure, because, you know, while playing the figure bass, you don't have only just, you know, to hit the right notes. You also need to do a right voice leading. So you have to know what to double, for example. So if you have, uh, let's say, no numbers, as we talked you know, but about that C major chord, you would double, you know, C note. If, for example, you have the sixth chord, the first version of, you know, the fifth chord, then you would have to repeat either a root, a root, or you know, a fifth. Yes. But not the base. So, for example, if if let's say the first inversion of tonic chord in C major is E G C, you would repeat either G or C, but not E. Because if you would repeat E, then you would have uh, hard time to connecting it rightly with the next chord. But it's still possible, right? At school it's, we don't it's, allow it's, it. It's possible, but but usually you need to avoid it. What's the best way to avoid parallel fifths if you have, let's say, um, three notes in the right hand and one in the bass? Well, the best way is, you know, if your bass moves, let's say, down, that your other three notes would move up, so in an opposite direction. Or if the bass moves upward, the other three notes would move down. And then uh, you will not create any forbidden intervals. Yes. So basically that, you know, that number which is uh, marked underneath of bass line shows you the note which has to be above the bass. Or a few notes. Like or a few notes. Sometimes a sixth chord uh, is notated uh, in, in, in three numbers, right? Like uh, above the note C, it could be uh, three and six. Yes. Or a couple of numbers. Yes, and also sometimes you could get, you know, like uh, accidentals also written uh, either next to a number, concrete number, or in general. For example, if you are in the key, for example, of A minor and you have a note E in the bass and you have no numbers but you have for example a sharp written in it means that it will be a dominant chord with G sharp in A minor and it would be like E G sharp B or instead of uh, a sharp they would write a plus sign yes this is also a system used mm -hmm. and the flat would be uh, maybe sometimes in, 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 in F, mi F major or D minor, uh, right, uh, when you have to lower some things. Yes. And what about, uh, like, adding ex extra notes or, you no know, creating something on your own? Could you do that while you're reading figure bass? That's what Bach did, you know. Or you just have to play strictly chords? Uh, people usually think that... Uh, the right way to play figured bass or basso continuo in Italian uh, is uh, uh, by providing chordal texture three notes in the right hand one in the left hand but historically it's just a preliminary way 
uh, to more advanced type of playing, right? Johan Matheson wrote two treatises on uh, on figured bass. It's called Generalbasschule, uh, because in German Generalbass figured bass. So he wrote two treatises, two parts. One was uh, Kleine Generalbasschule, meaning. Uh, um, a short one, right? Yes. And then a grosse Generalbasschule, like a, like a magnum opus, uh, like the great school of figured bass. Uh, it's an extension of the first preliminary method. So guys, when you are more advanced with this, so don't play just the chords. I think you need to think uh, in terms of in terms of melody. Yes, and don't you think that uh, tempo of the piece will dictate you? How many additions can you play or add? That, for example, if the tempo is very fast, you might not be able, you know, to to add so many extra notes. So maybe then you don't need uh, those uh, multiple notes per chord. Maybe you need just uh, to have one upper voice in the right hand, but uh, melodically interesting. Like in a jig, right? You could have triplets and dotted notes uh, in the right hand, imitating maybe the left hand too, rhythms, and they would have this uh, conversation. Uh, like dialogues. Uh, yeah, Dr. Pamela Roger Finster always says, dialogues, duets, and there is a recent addition to that. Uh, she calls um, maybe uh, contrasts or or some other term I forget. Uh, dialogues, duets are the most important, right? Yes. Moving in parallel six and thirds, sweet intervals, you create duets, and dialogues you create by imitating the rhythmical and intervallic motion. What about like modern editions? Would you prefer, you know, to play from the modern edition where all that figure base is written out for you, or you would like to create your own upper voices? People who are risk takers, uh, I think, should try at least to practice from original editions and supply the missing parts themselves, right? Um, because in modern edition, it's just one way that the modern editor suggested. But remember, every time you play, you could play something different. Because it's a part of improvised, extemporaneous performance practice. And once you can do this, Osha, do you think that it will lead you to, to things like polyphonic playing, like even fugues, fugues? I think so, because I believe that fugues and fugues are also, you know, based on that figure base. Yeah, they call partimento fugues. Yes. Uh, it's all, it also has just one bass line, and sometimes uh, the clefs change, uh, but it basically also has figured bass uh, symbols with some entrances of uh, subject notated so that you know in which part and which octave you should enter the soprano alto or yes. tenor. And we are talking about Baroque fugue, we are not talking about Renaissance fugue, which was based on a little bit different technique. 
in alte figure days. Oh, the creature car. Yes, that's true. Excellent. Uh, so go ahead and explore uh, some some interesting uh, exercises in figure base that we mentioned. Uh, there is an, a good treatise, uh, Continua, according to Handel. Yes, right? that's a very good book. Short and sweet and yes. not too, too difficult. Yes, exercises and then some 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 music in it. You know, like pieces that you could play based on the figure base. But if you are really serious and curious about that, uh, Pamela's uh, improvisation treatise will be extremely beneficial to you. Yes, and of course, if you are even more interested, you could go to original sources like, you know, Johann Matheson is an excellent source to, to look at. Excellent. Do you think that we um, need to provide a course like that for students uh, of our own? Well, I don't know how many would be interested. Maybe you could let us know? Yeah, if, it, if there is such a need, you know. Um, what we did sometimes with, with a few pieces, like, your, like uh, Johann Ludwig Krebs created uh, this Klavierübung collection uh, in three parts, and in the first part he, he has uh, 13 choral preludes um, which have b mostly three parts and, uh, and at the end of the uh, setting of each choral prelude there is a harmonization of the choral and, uh, and with, with yes. basso continuo or yes, bass but notation. it's even easier because yes it has bass line doesn't it have a soprano line or not it does have it does soprano. have so yes you have just to fill in two missing voices and uh, we, we have notated a line got in the rehearsal air and yes minor freud i think fingering and also missing those uh, inner uh, voices for figured based realization yes if you want to look at it and actually you know in Krebs in Krebs's case, you can already hear that his harmonizations are getting more sort of modern comparing to earlier composers. You can see that he is like a late Baroque, all, all, already beyond Baroque music. The last master of the Baroque. Yes. Okay, thank you guys for uh, sending us your questions and feedback we love uh, to know how it goes how your practice goes and uh, and uh, looking forward to getting more of your uh, questions and feedback and remember when you practice miracles happen